I'm Farah Duro, and you're listening to the PCS Revolution Podcast. Well, hello, my friends, and welcome back. I hope you're having a fabulous start to your summer, and I wanted to let you know that we have reached the final episode of Season 5. I can't believe it. I will be taking a little break for some summertime R&R with my kids and my hubby, But I didn't want to leave you hanging without talking about one of my biggest issues when it comes to PCOS, and that, my friends, is cravings. So this week, I'll be sharing some insights and strategies that I think you're going to find really helpful. And the better we understand our cravings, the more equipped we are to deal with them without feeling guilty or deprived. So you'll discover why cravings aren't really your fault and what may be causing them. So join me today as we discuss the eight simple ways that I use to deal with those nasty cravings. And don't worry, I'll be back to kick off an amazing season six in mid-August with some very special guests that I think you're really going to love. Okay, so let's jump in. Cravings are something all of us struggle with at times, so you're not alone if this is something you're dealing with too. Now, cravings can be triggered by many things, including sights, sounds, aromas, environment, stress, and even more. Since our appetite and our eating habits do not exist in a bubble, cravings can be triggered by things that are part of our daily lives. Now, the better we understand our cravings, though, the more equipped we are to deal with them constructively. It's not realistic to think you will never have sugar, but the reality is that most people are consuming way too much added sugar. In this session, we're going to look at eight ways to deal with your sugar cravings or other junk food habits. We are inundated every day with foods that are high in calories and low in nutrients. Fast food, packaged food, and junk food are quick and easy, but we're paying the price with our health and our waistlines. When we consume these processed, nutrient-void foods, our bodies know it's not getting what it needs, so it craves more, more nutrients, but many times we're just giving our body more food, empty calories lacking in nutrients. Now. Did you know that the average American consumes about 150 pounds of sugar per year? That's 12.5 pounds a month or almost three pounds a week. The majority of sugar we consume is hidden in processed and fast foods, cereals, snacks, white flour products. It's even in salad dressings, sauces, and beverages. Even products labeled healthy are often loaded with sugars. Now sugar makes us feel happy, energetic, and it can even make us feel calm sometimes. And here's why. Sugar releases brain chemicals that make us feel good emotionally, but that's just temporary. Following the initial rush of flavor, excitement, and comfort comes the crash. And here's why your cravings are partially not your fault. Did you know that food companies hire food scientists to create foods with taste and textures that are hard to resist? It's their job to find that perfect pleasure point of the food being manufactured. They know there are certain substances that people will want more of. So there's a science to it. And did you know that MSG, like sugar, is highly addictive? And this is why some of our food cravings are also not our fault. When food or food-like substances are purposefully designed to create addiction, we need to remember that it's in the food industry's best interest to create food that would have us overeat, right? Unfortunately, and there is a great article entitled Food Cravings Engineered by Industry, which details how big food companies keep us eating through a combination of science and marketing. 
Of course, there are many possible causes for cravings, included, but not limited to, stress, nutrient deficiencies, hormonal imbalances, and fluctuations in blood sugar levels. So if you have PCOS, you know that you have probably most of these going for you, which is setting us up for failure a lot of times. But we're going to talk today about strategies to help us conquer these cravings. So if you have cravings that persist, please consult with your doctor to determine if nutrient deficiencies or hormones could be the cause. And many people are deficient in some nutrients, even when they have a healthy diet. So it's common to have hormonal fluctuations and imbalances at different stages of our lives. And you need to find a doctor that specializes in this area. So we're going to talk about ways to reduce these evil cravings, right? What can we do? By adopting the following eight practices, you can reduce your cravings for sugar or other unhealthy foods and drinks. Here we go. Number one, don't skip meals. We can't say this enough, but we've covered this a bit before, and it's super important when it comes to eliminating cravings. When we skip meals, we may think we're reducing our calories for the day. But the problem with this is that by mid-afternoon, hunger hits with a vengeance and we give in to the temptation and then we get mad at ourselves for failing. And this often leads to even more empty calories, more sugar, more processed food, because now again, we feel like we're starving and we're stressed from failing. Does this sound familiar? <laughs> so when you can spread out your meals as evenly as possible throughout the day, ensure that your meals are based on whole foods and add a healthy snack when needed, your blood sugar is likely to be more stable. And remember, don't bring temptation home. This sounds simple, but it's oh so true. If you wanna make good choices, only keep good choices in the house. I like to keep the veggies and fruit at eye level and up front for my kids. And when they see healthier choices first, they go for what's within reach. <laughs> but if the junk food, sugary cereals, cookies, and cakes, and ice cream, and chips are not there, you can't eat them, right? So stock your kitchen with whole foods that fill you up, satisfy your hunger, and give your body the nutrients it needs. Number three is eating enough protein and healthy fat. So the low-fat diet craze caused people to fear all sources of dietary fat, including the healthy fats that our bodies desperately needed to function properly. To make up for the lack of fat and taste in their products, the food companies added, guess what, more sugar. So by eating more whole foods that are packed with the nutrients our bodies need, we, we require less junk food and we crave it less. So number four is getting a good night's sleep. And I want you to check in with yourself right now and make sure that you are getting enough sleep. And if you're getting quality sleep, that's very important. So think about the difference of how your entire day goes when you wake up tired versus how you feel and how your day goes after you get a great full night's rest. Now, tiredness, stress, and exhaustion all trigger food binges. When we're tired, we get stressed more easily. Research published by the American Journal of Human Biology shows that short or poorly, poor quality sleep is linked to obesity by deregulating appetite and increased energy consumption. Our brain just says, give me food, and it's usually not the right food. Uh, number five is to be a food label detective. So we've been taught to look at calories and fat content on labels, but not the actual ingredients. And it's shocking what our food is made up of these days. I mean, it's, it's pretty disgusting, a lot of it. So to eat healthy food, you need to know what's in it. That means you have to read the label. Sugar is often disguised under different names as well as being listed uh, more than once under different names. So 
a few of those examples of, of you know, our, our pseudonyms for sugar go by high fructose corn syrup, brown sugar, raw sugar, beet sugar, cane sugar, sucrose, dextrose, and maltose. So all kinds of names there, aliases. <laughs> so learning to recognize those, it's very important. Now the next step, number six, is to eat fur something healthy. So uh, don't tell yourself you can't have something if you feel you're craving. I mean, instead tell yourself, I can have it, but first I'm gonna give my body something nutritious, such as a banana and a few nuts or a fresh salad with some protein. And this way, by the time you're done with a healthier choice, you're way less likely to be craving the sugar anymore. And most likely you'll skip it. Now, Tip number seven is to satisfy your cravings with healthy sweets. And sometimes we reach for a sugary snack out of habit. So approximately 40% of what we do each day is purely the result of habit. Do you pour yourself a cup of coffee and automatically reach for that donut or bagel? Healthy sweets are packed with fiber, vitamins, minerals, and antioxidants that actually help us become healthier and feel better. And number eight, I want you to try to identify what's the real craving. Are you hungry for food or are you really craving something else? And what do you crave that's not food? Now, sometimes cravings are caused by things we feel are missing from our lives and food fills the void for us. We may be conscious of the void or not. Stress, feeling bored or being lonely can do this to us as well. And in the 90 day reset program that we're doing, we're talking about recognizing those triggers and what to do about them. So I want to ask yourself if you're really hungry or is it something else? If you just ate a meal an hour ago and felt satiated, maybe you're not really hungry. And I know that sometimes it's it's kind of a wake up call to be conscious of that. It's not easy, but I know you can do this. So here are some things you can do to reduce cravings. And these things you can focus on instead of focusing on food. Um, so you can create your own list, but here's just a few examples. You can take a walk. You can get acupuncture, get a pedicure, get a massage, or enjoy a hot shower, relaxing bath. Uh, spend time with friends, practice yoga, learn something new, read a book, garden, paint, spend time doing something that has meaning for you. And these are just a few ideas. So try different things to see what works for you and focus on doing something you enjoy. Remember, sometimes we crave food when we're bored because eating gives us something to do. So check in with yourself to determine if you're actually hungry. And here's a bonus tip, stay hydrated. Most people don't consume enough water and dehydration leads to even more cravings. So the next time you have a craving, drink a glass of water, wait 10 minutes and see if you still have the craving. So just to recap, here are a few ways to conquer your cravings. Number one, don't skip meals. When you're hungry, it's easy to make poor choices. So don't do it. Number two, don't keep it in the house. If it's not in the house, you'll find something else to eat. And number three, eat enough protein and healthy fats. These keep you satiated longer and you'll consume fewer calories. Number four, get enough sleep. We eat more when we're tired, for sure. And number five, know what you're eating and read the food labels. Number six, eat something healthy first, and then you might not even want the sweets. And number seven, use healthy sweets. Eat fruit instead of a treat. And number eight, ask yourself if you're craving something besides food. And our bonus tip is 
staying hydrated, drinking plenty of water. Super, super important. So remember, when you understand the connection between what you eat, why you eat, and how you feel, you're going to feel more in control and be able to make better choices. And try to determine if some of your cravings are based on habit or what may be keeping you in the house and, and look for how to best address that to make those changes. And we don't need to feel guilty about food. We just need to understand our cravings better so we figure out what we really need and we do our best to make choices that support our health and our goals. So I'm giving you an assignment for this week. I want you to tune into your cravings. When do they happen? And try to find out what are you craving and why. You might need to write this down. I mean, you could get a little craving journal uh, and figure it out. But are you tired, bored, or really hungry? Is it during a certain week of your cycle? And decide what you'll try this week. So for example, try eating more whole foods during the day and not skipping meals and see how that helps. And I want you to create a list of things you can do instead of focusing on food when you realize you're not really hungry. Okay, I know you can do this, guys. Have a wonderful week learning about your cravings, and I will be checking in with you soon. And that's the end of this episode of the PCOS Revolution podcast. If you've enjoyed the show and want to help me spread the word about how women with PCOS and hormonal imbalances can lead happier, more healthier lives, please head over to iTunes and leave us a review. They really do make a difference. If you'd like to have a question answered on the show or would like to recommend a guest, please go to floridacompletewellness.com slash podcast. If you're on social media, you can follow me at facebook.com slash floridacompletewellness and twitter.com slash floridacomplete, where I post a lot of interesting research, webinars, and articles on our blog about really getting to the root of hormonal imbalances like PCOS. So it's a great way to stay in touch with the latest developments. Thanks so much for listening and see you soon. Mm-hmm.